everybody, and welcome to Reheated, the Leftovers podcast. I'm the host, Mike Marbach. Uh, introduce yourself, going around to the right, please. My name is Sean Landis. My name is Rob Alessiani. Panel member, David Danella. Cool. Um, before we get to this week's episode, number nine, uh, titled 1013, uh, I'd like to chat a little bit about last week's episode, because uh, the AV Club uh, called it the most divisive episode of one of the most divisive shows on television. Um, watched by 13 people. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, yeah uh, the most the least watched show. It got renewed. <laughs> Did it? I don't yeah, know. Like HBO cares about how many people watch it's it. It's very true. Yeah. Just how many critics talk about it. They yeah. learn from Deadwood. Yeah. They, they learn to just let, let a show live. Mm-hmm. Um, so David, who is here, was not here last week. And you sent us an email. I say us, me and Sean. We're included on this email. Yeah. Um, and we're going to start off just with, uh, Sean, are you going to read this? Yeah, this. I'm going to do Sean's it. reading David's yes. <laughs> David yeah. Danella impersonation. Yeah. What the hell did I just watch? No, that's Aziz Ansari, sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, magic once, shame on you. Magic twice, shame on me. I'm fully prepared to stop liking this show. I honestly can't remember a show where I've gone from, this is the best show on television, to, I might stop watching this show in the span of one episode. Seriously, depending on how the next two eps go, I might start pretending I never liked this show. <laughs> Just like how I pretend I never bought Tub Thumper in parentheses, Chumbawamba's album. <laughs> At least with Tub Thumper, I had the benefit of being eight years old. <laughs> I'd ask one of you to talk me off the ledge, but apparently, if I jump, I'll just wind up in a hotel with a bunch of people with whom I've had marginal run-ins. David. Anything you'd like to add, David? <laughs> um, <laughs> not yet. Okay. I guess we'll have to see. Um, this, I mean, this, this, it's not I like we this. talked about Kevin Garvey in this episode at all. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. This episode um, was. Was like back on track for me, I guess. Like, I mean, like, yeah. So, we'll we'll find out what happens next episode. Um, yeah, I felt I felt really weird about it. Uh, I feel weird about this psychic guy knowing what the mother said. Um, yeah, I. So again, like, I have to. I I won't write the show off completely, but I do have to rebalance it because it just makes it. I don't know. I guess, like, again, like, the things that, like, I find interesting about the show is, like, if they can be explained or helped with magic, then, like, it stops being, they'll stop being the interesting things. Yeah. Yeah. So I think last week's episode, as somebody who wasn't on the podcast last week and just wanted to give my two cents, mm-hmm. um, was uh, trying to do one thing and failed at it. It was trying, I think, to toe the line between, is this a Kevin Garvey coma dream? Uh, versus is the is he really experiencing a supernatural thing? Um, and I don't like those sorts of uh, things to begin with because I think it's very lazy for a TV show to just be like, well, let's do a dream thing where everything's a symbol and then we get to be lit majors um, uh, and, uh, and never actually deal with story or character or consequences. Um, um, so that uh, aside, uh, I... I I feel like too much of this was tilted in the way that the part of this most recent episode where we find out the psychic like really knows the mother like put the walnuts back uh, is just pushing too far in the like um, in the uh, in the direction of supernatural um, when it's trying to toe the line and it's just not um, succeeding between like is is there supernatural is there not it's just to give me too much supernatural um I was on the panel last week. I think between... I did did not love last week's episode, and we discussed it in last week's panel how it was already very decisive, at least between... But at that point, we thought we were the... We were the island of... Uh, of misfit folks, haters. Yeah, we were the island of misfit haters. And at least the Reddit, subreddit that I checked, the leftover subreddit was like, this is the best episode of the best, te- of the best TV show of all time. Um... I think this episode, if last week, if, if like, if, if the relationship, if this show is a ship and the best version of this show is another ship, and they were, like, really close <laughs> in line, I got lost and then last week they started turning away from each other, I think this week they got parallel again, but they're still far apart, 
they need to turn back in and start going towards... Where's this ship uh, going? This ship's going to Cancelville. Okay. This ship's going to Perpetual Renewal. Um, they were both headed in the same direction. They tilted last week. I, I just didn't love last week. I thought it wasn't even too... It, it was It was too much of everything. I'm not smart enough to love last week's episode. I liked this week's episode, but I still felt like this is not the episode you do one episode before the end of the season. Like, it seems like we're still in the upswing of the story arc for this season, and they only have one episode to, like, crest and then falling action. Um, yeah. We'll see. Uh, I thought the ending was great. Yeah. You know, the ending was very cool, and... Um, I, I, of this week's episode. Of this week's episode. I kind of hate Liv Tyler's character now. I just... I just... Right. Yeah. That's a. We'll, we'll get to all all, all that. that. Yeah. Can I ask uh, a quick side question? Mm-hmm. Uh, are you all Sopranos watchers? Yes. What did you think of the the Coma Dream episode where Tony Soprano is Kevin Finnerty for a whole episode in the last season of The Sopranos? <sighs> it was so weird. Um. Because that's this episode. That's just this episode. You, that was last week's. Last week's episode yeah, of The Leftovers was that again with like, but maybe it's supernatural. Where The Sopranos was like, no, he's in a Coma Dream. Yeah. I um, think, um, I was, I was, what, 15 years younger when yeah. that, and that episode aired, uh, The Sopranos still to this day is probably my favorite show, um, that's ever been on television, maybe Game of Thrones beats it, um, but I don't remember having as visceral reaction to that episode as I, I think I was just like, alright, they're, in, in my limited, um, limited understanding of, of, like, storytelling back then, I was like, oh. Let's get back to it. Like, yeah. you can have that one, but I didn't like it as much. Probably similar, to answer your question in one word. Similar reaction. Mm-hmm. Others? <laughs> I don't think that I got that far. You never made it to the last season? No. Of the Sopranos? Not yet. Uh, there was a while Spoiler. where I watched them all He's pretty, pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I don't think that I... I don't remember that, so I guess I didn't get that far. David? I've, this is really I, for David because it's never, his email. Yeah, and I've I've uh, I've, I've never seen this. <laughs> oh, damn it! I just I uh, I just watch clips of Polly Walnuts on uh, YouTube. <laughs> I just watched the Pine Barrens episode. I brought him some, <laughs> oh God, that's yeah. yeah. Talk about a good episode of television. I brought him some Whitmans. Yeah, uh, but that's a shame because I I'm really interested to know it's somebody who uh, for there's five and a half seasons of The Sopranos where it's just straightforward narrative. Um, from an omniscient perspective, mm-hmm. and then we just get uh, what Tony Soprano's dream is like for a whole episode. Um, and I just wanted—I would be really interested if you would have a strong negative reaction to that, uh, without any supernatural undertones to it at all. Right? Um, or not? Because I—I would have a similar negative reaction uh, because I just don't like that as a storytelling device. I don't yeah. feel like I learned enough about Kevin. Yeah. Uh, I feel like, yeah. if anything, we learned about Patty or his relationship to trying to, like, his, I get to sympathize with people who are, who are hurting me or haunting me. Mm-hmm. Eh, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I brought it up last week where I do like it as a storytelling device. I'm a big fan of any kind of supernatural uh, sort of sort of stuff. And I didn't like the, yeah. that episode. I thought it was... Yeah, that was your opening last week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I didn't I didn't care for it um, and I want that sort of thing so it must have been done wrong if, if it was like this episode's for me and I don't like yeah. it then there's something wrong um, and yeah like like Rob said I think I said last week too like just made me feel dumb yeah like if I don't like this feel stupid I must there must be something wrong with yeah. me um, but or the emperor has no clothes yeah. yeah and especially for a show that I feel like gets so much mileage out of um like you think about that, that damn near um, dream sequence in season one, where uh, where Kevin takes um, Patty out to the woods, like and it, like it's just two people like going back and forth, like it's just two battling philosophies for an entire episode. Mm-hmm. Um, it it does feel like well you you can have the like there's some shows where I feel like it's artificial to get like that kind of scenario but like this show has shown that they can do it in a way that feels kind of natural yeah. especially the guy who sleepwalks mm-hmm. uh, is it uh, is it unanimous that this episode was a good one this episode was better 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 I mean it was 
I feel like this episode relates really hard to whatever happens next. This episode needs, as all episodes since the first one of this season, needs Murphy. Yeah. Like, yeah. We really I, I, abandon the idea of... Abandon the character. <laughs> and whose story are you in? Yeah. Uh, that whole idea is like, is this a Murphy story or is this a Garvey story? Like, well, it's a fucking Garvey story. Shut up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and also, like, a, Tommy does not do much for me as no. a character. Oh, yeah. No. He's a very passive protagonist. Yeah. Um, he reminds me of What's-His-Name uh, from Friday Night Lights. The kind of kid who wasn't going to leave town ever. Drunk. Uh, Tyler. James Van Tyler Riggins. Riggins. Mm-hmm. He reminds me of Riggins, where it's just like... So you know. hot, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, that hair. So it's a Meg episode. It's always it, it was an, This was a 6 out of 10. And we're following Meg... Mm-hmm. Yeah. For the most part, for the for this entire episode, we got some we got some Garby in there, um, but for the most part, it's it's Meg. Could someone um, remind me because I remember the book more than the first season? What's Meg's backstory that leads her to the guilty remnant? Her husband, her her fiance, or her husband? I think it was fiance. Disappe- uh, d- Is departed. Disappears. Yeah. Um, okay. And she went in Wait. kind of. No. Is. She was. She went to Jarden with him. Yeah, so that can't she, be right. He doesn't mm-hmm. disappear, unless that's a new hubby. To be. Oh no! Yeah, I really thought. I don't remember. Because um, presumably she tells Laurie at some point. Meg tells Laurie. Yeah. Um, you know why I departed, and there, the subplot in the, um, the book is fantastic. It, it developed into a romantic, asexual relationship, non-sexual romantic relationship, mm-hmm. um, in this really intriguing way, where they, they develop an intimacy that's comparable to marriage uh, through mostly silence and occasional steeled like um, conversations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I really got to read that book. It's been on my Kindle for like a year now. <laughs> Are you still reading the uh, Strain books? I finished the first one of the trilogy, and I... off reading It's wonderful, right? What? It's wonderful. I mean, it's like... It's like if a... um, It's like if a very smart (laughs) 14-year-old had just finished, like, reading... God, I don't even... I don't... Not him. But, like, yeah. It's, it's like if a very smart 14-year-old started writing a book and nobody told him to stop. Mm. <laughs> he just keeps going. And that 14-year-old was two people. Yeah. Uh, a book that's good for its age. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's get into... Show's promise. Into this. Uh, pretty pretty much a Meg-centered episode. Uh, we start out talking... Talking. Uh, we start out with uh, Meg and her mom out. No, we start out in the bathroom. Yeah. She's a snorter smarts. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, we start out in the bathroom uh, where she's uh, doing some coke. Uh, we go to dinner with uh, dinner or lunch, maybe brunch. 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 Lunch. Lunch. Daylight meal. We're going to nitpick it all. Um, Could be sprunch. Uh, and uh, yeah, she she's talking about paying for the wedding, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And when the wedding's going to be, and the mom just wants control, and she's willing to pay for said control, and she bought her boots, and she needs Coke again. Yeah, and that's another Three Coke minutes. <laughs> yeah. Three minutes. If it and was then, that long. And then the second time <laughs> what she did she did say? It, she said, ah, that's, that's better. better. <laughs> yeah. Like all better. Coke fiends. Yeah. Mm, that <laughs> really hit the spot. <laughs> yeah. mm. She always went... Like yeah. my grandfather has a soda. More of this, mm. please. Mas refresca, por favor. <laughs> uh, she owes her mom money for something. Boots. For, for boots. Uh, owes her mom money for boots uh, and starts writing a check. Uh, don't date it for don't date it for today, which is the 13th, because yeah. 13 is a lucky number. Date it for tomorrow, yeah. the 14th, the date of the departure. Uh, and... She leaves, uh, and uh, while she comes back, her mom uh, has a, has, I guess, a heart a attack. A heart, a heart, yeah. A heart has, has, a, has, a, has an episode of something. Yeah. <clears throat> um, then we're headed to early Jarden, uh, where... Yeah. I think we said this before. I don't know that it necessarily came up 
uh, maybe it came up in Regina King's uh, Erica. Is that her name? Erica. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Erica's rant at the at the uh, performance, um, but all the numbers those are numbers on an audio tour. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, mm-hmm. the crack was due to an explosion due to, caused by fracking. Sent the manhole cover, so they put them over. Um, well, that was just a gas line exploding. That was separate from the fracking, I think, in that one. But all right, yeah. Um, but I, I listened to the Mike, audio. Mike's tour. fed up. He's that I'm a corrector. I am being too correct in this. Yeah, I apologize. quite a bit. Uh, <laughs> uh, gas explosion. I have it here anyway. Um, uh, well, then read your own notes. Uh, Eddie and not Eddie and uh, Eddie Winslow slash Isaac. Uh, uh, he's she goes to see him. Mm-hmm. Husband says, you know, why are you stopping here? It's not a number on the. It's not a number on the tour. Um, so she goes in and sees him. She's, She's heard a lot about. I him. know a guy. Yeah, I got a guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, doing can it. I just say? Can I say an aside right now? Which is, you know, what you don't see a lot of in this show, and it, I, I like for some reason, it just now like occurred to me. It bugs me. Do you never see anybody like using the internet? And I know, like, what are you going to do? Like, spend time on a show watching somebody like use a computer? But like, have you like they? You never see like how she found this guy. Like, I mean, I don't know. Like, I know it's it's wasted time in a in a show to like show her like searching online for this guy but doesn't I am astounded that you're making this this no, I feel like if they did that, you would be the first person who was like, "You know what they do a lot on this show? <laughs> yeah. Show me how they found the thing that I don't care." No, about. yeah, no, I, I, that, no. It, it was, you know what? It wasn't that. It, I mean, it, I, I would hate that. I would hate that. <laughs> but what I never, I never see anybody like have a computer at their house. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, that's such except for uh, there was the, the, the short plot line of her losing the laptop. Yeah. Oh right, right, right. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. She had to I, go find that. I want to see every character downloading apps on it. <laughs> yeah, in real time. Yeah. yeah. See, see the I, I heard Lyft surging and someone told me, I heard yeah. Uber surging someone told me to try Lyft. He's crushing up some some magic juice. Yeah. Um, what do you think that was? Is the uh, what 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 roots uh, chaw? Yeah, yeah. Chaw? I bet you it was like <laughs> for chewing. Yeah. It was either chew or I don't know some kind of root, some kind of some yeah. kind of root some vegetable. Kind of root. Your garden variety. Uh, she didn't even describe how it tastes, so it was like she, she put it in there. She was just like, Ugh. yeah, she didn't have any and, reaction. Uh, in pure Liv Tyler fashion, uh, no uh, movement in her face to no, indicate nothing. that there's something going on behind <laughs> uh, that character. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, she's not great. <laughs> no, she is one of the the most flat of yeah. really really great actors on this show. Yeah. And I get that like part of her character is that like we're kind of like nothing matters and and you know but even when she's like we have to yeah I threw a grenade on a school bus full of children. Well, I mean if she became this then she wasn't always this. So in these flashback episodes, she could have been acting differently. Yeah. Even she and was coked her, out of her mind. Her acting was choice yeah. like, was nothing different. She did two coke runs in three minutes and she couldn't get more than like, it's fine, mother, I'm writing a check now. Had to pay. Plus, like, you owed your mom that money for those boots. Like, I owe my parents probably $50,000 for various <laughs> things that they paid for yeah. over the course of my life. Yeah. Right? Like, that yeah. wasn't... I'm cereal sorry. alone. I'll pay it I'm forward. Yeah. yeah. I'll pay it forward when I have a kid. Yeah. If I have a kid. So she spits the Pulpus. gunk in a. What did you say? I don't know. Uh, spits it into his Pul- hand. Uh, he he, he kind of squirts it around a little bit uh, and asks, "What what do you want to know?" Um, and ask me. Yeah, ask me. I can I can ask her. No, you can ask me. Um, and he says, "No matter what I say, it won't fix what's broken inside of you." Mm-hmm. Uh, where she, at this point she's just like, "That's bullshit." You don't know shit. You don't know anything. Oh, just walnuts. like the other ones. Uh, he just says walnuts. Yeah. Uh, your mother sent the sent oh, it back because of the walnuts. <laughs> yeah, walnuts. Yeah, this just is the walnuts. stuff I hate because I other shows give. There's um. Uh, I'll talk a little bit about Fargo because I just watched the first <sighs> season of Fargo again. So yeah. good. Um, and um, a character is deeply convinced that there is a god because of a couple things that happen, um, and they're just the sorts of things that are in fact odd and. Uh, presumably coincidental, but the sort of things that real people do interpret as supernatural. And these sorts of things are too far uh, yeah, yeah. in the direction of coincidence to be coincidences. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, like there's no way he's pulling walnuts out of anything. Yeah, like, that's if, he, if he, he just he, said like she was disappointed in her food. Yeah, he like, exhibited like supernatural that. powers. Yeah. yeah. This is also why I was like interested about the computers because like all right, let's say she shoots him an email. She says, "Hey, I'm interested. Like I'm a, yeah. I'm looking for a psychic. I want to talk to my and dead then he mom." Looks up and then an he interview looks up, yeah. that she did about her mom dying on yeah. the 13th. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and it's in, in in direct contrast to the observation that he kind of gave uh, Murphy pause with. Mur- he gave Murphy pause with like, what the hell was it? What did he tell Murphy that kind of? He said like uh, something bad is going something to bad is going to happen, mm-hmm. and it did give Murphy pause. But that is exactly the kind of shit that like you could be like, well, something bad did happen, yeah. and you that's know, vague enough. That's pl- it's perfectly vague enough. Mm-hmm. Um, this was, the other one he said where he's I think he said uh, you have a birthday coming up or there's a birthday uh, something like that. Yeah, he might as well said like your mom knew about the coke. <laughs> like, yeah, you know that would have been less vague because like. Yeah. Chances are, mm-hmm. you bump into ten people, one of them's had a coke problem at some point in their life. <laughs> Maybe that, I don't know if those statistics are correct. You have a if I bump into ten group people, of people that you bump well, into. Well, that's much more accurate in my circles. <laughs> uh, so, he doesn't, we don't see what the last words were, because that's, that's what she wants to know. She wants to know, her mom was about to tell her something, what was it? Yeah. Um, so he proves that he can tell her, or he might know what it was, but we don't we don't get that information. Yeah, and we didn't get that at all through this episode. Right? It might not have been important. Yeah, like honestly, um, is even though this is something that uh, you guys don't like uh, as far as the paranormal stuff goes, does it change anything in her life? Do you think? I guess it, we might also have to know what was said. I think it gave her some distinct. She it, it caused her to spit on Jarden before she left in the bus. So it gave her immediate disdain for this type of person post departure. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'd say it definitely changed her. Yeah, I think the more life changing event was meeting Evie and hearing what Evie, a resident of Jarden, had to say um, that was skeptical of mm-hmm. Jarden as a magic palace. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. which basically was, "I'm sorry, you didn't find what you were looking for here. Nobody, Nobody does." does. Yeah. yeah. No one does. And she also gave her the, uh, we see where she got that pencil joke. Yep. Still a great joke. Still a good joke. Um, anything else on, on that segment? Or anything up to that point? Mm, jarring, uh, jarring transition into the next part. Yeah. It was a little, like, wait, oh, okay, we're here. Oh, we're newer. Okay. Uh, I think that this is another case of, um, of, uh, Things that the TV show did not do uh, that it does poorly here. Um, if uh, Evie sees a crying woman on a bench in the town of Jarden, that can't be unusual. Um, don't you just walk right past that and not engage and offer baby carrots? Um, I think that's without the vast majority of humans on the planet interact yeah, with the you world. Don't engage. It's a stranger who's coming from crazy town to see her her town mm. uh, that think everyone thinks has magical powers. Unless she's already been engaged with the guilty, the guilty remnant, remnant, and she's already like starting this like stealth recruitment, who knows? Seems yeah, that seems, seems like a lot. Yeah, I, I feel. Like it, I think she can engage. I mean, her her dad is involved in in service. Her brother is a preacher. Um, I don't. I don't think it's a stretch to think that she might walk over and say, "Hey, what's up?" Yeah. I don't think it's out of the realm of. TV storytelling stretch. It might be out of the realm of normal. Yeah. But it's just the sort of thing yeah. that we were praising the show about in episode one. Yeah. Like, the true. Murphys talk like humans and they do the things that humans <laughs> yeah, do. Yeah, it's true. Not yeah. the TV characters. It's gotten do. more TV show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, TV let's have two characters meet um, where they would have no reason to meet otherwise except that they're geographically next to each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now everybody's winding up in the same spot. Yeah. Everybody. And there's l- then less about Australia than I kind of yeah. thought there would be. That's anyway. some season three setup. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, please take us to Australia for season three. <laughs> no. Oh my god. David and the Garveys are going to Australia. <laughs> I was completely taken a bake. <laughs> I had no idea that this was happening. <laughs> I was completely taken a bake. Are you all the Beatles right now? <laughs> no, we're Australian. <laughs> well actually that video's from New Zealand, so Yeah. Uh, Brit. Same it's a, it's the yeah, oh they would Oceana. hate to hear that. Oceana. Yeah. Hmm? They would hate to hear that. Same area? Yeah, uh, Australians, like Australians uh, and thing. New Zealand's I both. I didn't say same thing. Yeah. Same well, but every, yeah. 
Um, I'm the only one not on Mike shit list right now. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll get there. We'll get you. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get you there. Give me some time. We'll, we'll, we'll help you across the line. Wait till we get to Hawaii. For you. Totally <laughs> called it. Uh, we'll get there. Uh, all right, so moving on to the next segment, which is a first person perspective of. Uh, School bus, yeah. school bus Ooh. driver, Rough. Uh, pulling in, turning a big wide turn uh, right in front of us. Big group of guilty remnants, including Meg. Uh, she walks in. They Bunch pry of the whites and whites. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, pries the the door open, yanks out the bus driver, um, stands up in front and uh, unpins. I don't know the terminology. That's the um, one. Is it? Yeah. Great. Uh, unpins Look a grenade. Man. Uh, I'm not correcting. I'm tosses it down. Yeah, I'm just asking. It's cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, tosses I'm it down. To this is, I know this about. is making me uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, tosses it down the um, down to the end the of the gang bus. Like, yeah. 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 Go banana. Yeah, and uh, we don't we don't know that it's full of children at this point because the children yeah. are creepily silent, mm-hmm. which is another thing that and we don't happen. know what's on that yeah. bus. Yeah, right. Could have been. And mm-hmm. uh, I feel like definitely the creepiest. If I were a child outcome. there, I'd be like, "Hey, yeah. who are you? Is that a grenade? <laughs> you dress is stupid." Well, I think when, when four guys pull some pull your bus driver out, somebody yells. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. some kind of noise. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that I think that makes you yell more than you might even know what that is, right? Yeah. Like a grenade, a grenade. Never mind. Yeah, Not worth the discussion. No, if you're if you're seven year olds, if you're if you're if you're eight years old, there's some if there's a bus full eight year olds, somebody there has played Call of Duty. Yeah, mm-hmm. they know what the grenade. Is. Somebody in, the, in, the, in that has has used ethnic slurs on Call of Duty. Yeah, made me really <laughs> yeah. upset. Yeah. God, I hate eight year olds on online. God, um, that w- that that was disturbing. Yeah. That that part of, that was a disturbing moment in that episode. Where Were I'm, you waiting for the uh, yeah. bomb go off? Yeah. I think I kind of went. And and Liv Tyler was doing the cool walk away, like it's going to explode, and I'm not going to react. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, she wouldn't react either way. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I I think I even said like doesn't explode, right? Like like yeah. like oh, they're all about just instilling fear, not necessarily. Yeah. But who knows now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so after that, she goes to a. Uh, She's kind of, I guess, in front of one of the of elders. Yeah, yeah, something, yeah. something along those lines, uh, and uh, three the local people in a in a basketball gym. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and she she doesn't seem to care. Doesn't seem to care about any any of the rules that they're mm-hmm. that they're supposed to do. So they're doing a they're really kind of hammering that home is that she's out on her own, uh, yeah. pretty much through this whole conversation. Um, you're going to be at Heroes Day. Yeah, yeah, I'll be there. I'm well, gonna, I'll, I'll, I'll pop in. Sure, I'll be there. <laughs> yeah, I'll be there. Yeah, because it's basically saying like the stuff that was this time last season, these big uh, climactic events, Heroes Day, like they're gonna show up there. Oh my god! That like she's like, yeah, that's small potatoes. Like you guys are just showing up and looking creepy. Yeah, like we need to actually make these people's lives, make these people realize that nothing is promised and you are not safe and 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 the world ended already. Yeah. One of the quotes was, "Why do I have to just stand there when I can put my eye out, uh, put my cigarette out in their eye?" Mm-hmm. That'll 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 remind them. Mm-hmm. That'll learn you. Yeah, yeah it, this learn. is um, Martin Luther King Jr. versus Malcolm X. Mm-hmm. It really is. Yeah. yeah, she's much more much more militant than. Uh, I prefer my Professor Xavier Magneto. Oh yeah, uh, no, that's <laughs> yeah. which in itself was Martin. I prefer the more offensive <laughs> reference <laughs> to, to draw a parallel between. Yeah. <laughs> Real awesome people. And so, who was Martin Luther King Jr. in this? Was was it Patty? Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, I just want to remind you all that Patty orchestrated somebody getting stoned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, look, Martin Luther King Jr. <laughs> I feel like uh, I said that the first time. So <laughs> we're not all her. Uh, I said that she was calling out, calling on other houses, uh, trying to trying to arrange different things. Uh, there you go. There, there, you got it, Rob. Buying C four. Oh yeah. For uh, to paint the picture, um, Rob has been making noises this entire podcast. It started with uh, cracking his fingers. Then he was like sucking on his teeth. No, it wasn't. <laughs> and uh, it just culminated with him playing with two wristbands two he had on. Yeah, he two, was making two. love to the wristbands like as close to the microphone as possible. To 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 further illustrate a point, this isn't going to be on there, so it doesn't matter. Um, no, Dave. Just... 
Dave waylaid our start of this podcast <laughs> eating a chicken like an eight-year-old at a barbecue <laughs> for about ten minutes. All right. I was eating faster than I normally would because I wanted to be... I didn't want to push this podcast too far. Moving on. He, he thought uh, I had too much skin. Yeah. Says, uh, they say that she's been calling on other houses, arranging to buy uh, a bunch of C4, um, and... Uh, it's at that point where I just kind of felt like she's going to end up. She's she's headed back, headed back to Jarden, mm-hmm. headed to Miracle. Going back to Jarden, uh, Jarden. And they show the the Tommy Jordan. file, the Holy Tommy file, um, that she was supposed to handle Tommy, and they said that they've. Oh, she handled him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she did. Um, that uh, she's lost ten members, or the guilty remnant has lost ten members to him since since her visit, mm-hmm. um, and. So she she visits. I guess she visits again. Yeah. She kind of just does a flyby. Yeah, yeah. But we get the the scene before with Tommy and Laurie Garvey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, where Tommy's had enough, and Laurie's like, uh, "We need more money. We're helping people." That was a uh, that was after Meg Meg goes. Was it? And oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. she uh, yeah. she says um, she kind of shows up when he's hugging people and just kind of whispers into his ear, uh, "I can do this for real." I thought you were just gonna say like, "Hail Hydra." <laughs> yeah, that would have been great. Yeah, it's a nice crossover. Um, yeah, then we got the we got Lori upset about um, about Tommy. Tommy upset about all the lies, um, and then he gets slapped mm-hmm. like an across the room, like a open handed just yeah. knock your knock your block off type yeah. of slap. The Foley artist went insane on that slap. That was <laughs> yeah. like a Street Fighter 2 punch. It really was. Yeah. I was going to say, like, yeah. the sound effect on that was like... Uh, like I heard, you know, he, yeah, he, he threw a chicken breast yeah. at the wall. Yeah. And she she launched at him like like something like cami move or something. Yeah. Uh, just from across the room, shit flew out of the way. Yeah. It's kind of similar to what she did at Wait. the publisher's <laughs> office. Yeah. 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 She's got a special move. Yeah. <laughs> she does. She's got She's one. one good too. Yeah. It's a up down BBA, I believe yeah. is how you access it. Yeah. Yeah. Half, half circle, half circle, half circle. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh all right. Uh, he 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 walks out. Yeah. And she kinda goes after him. She's a little upset about that. Very sorry. Um Tommy goes looking for Meg. He shows up at, was he drunk? Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't remember. I, don't I remember know. he he got fil- finishes a bottle of Old Crow at a playground before he goes. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's a good move. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he shows up to go to Ren. Hey, where's your whistle? <laughs> tossing, yeah, yeah. yeah, tossing shit around. Uh, grabs yeah. that one girl. Way later, someone does whistle. Like, yeah. what you, like <laughs> he's flipping over stuff. He's, yeah. so, he's demanding. Being so so much more <laughs> disruptive than he was before. Yeah, but he's losing it. Uh, yeah, and she she ends up just driving him to Jarden. Uh, yeah. th- th- through their little chat, uh, she comes out that uh, he knows, she knows his dad, which he wasn't aware of, uh, and that they are they are all in Jarden, and she just kind of has a little laughing fit, like all of these things are coming together. Um, everybody's headed there. Um, any other thoughts? I mean, they stop at a honky tonk and have a weird thing. Yeah, they go on a little road trip. Yeah, the kiss, the dance, the walk away. Yeah, uh, I just don't get Meg. Yeah, and she says like, "I oh, he asked her why you fucked me." Yep. Which oh, right. More accurate would be, "Why, why did you, you rape me?" Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but and then she says nothing she changes the subject she says ooh honky tonk and then they go in he drinks with her they dance they kiss well they do some backstory right yeah. they're like let's talk about each other's lives because I knew mm-hmm. your hubby mm-hmm. your, your dad mm-hmm. but then she says I did it to get you pregnant and which alive. is weird yeah not but before disclosure he repeats it because yeah. he's a boy um Can't have pregnant it. with an idea um I don't know I'm not smart enough for this part of the show Pregnant like that? Pause. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just like... Or she was just being funny. She's just like... It was, yeah, it could have just been being funny. Was she like playing with the... Like, the idea of re- reverse? I mean, I guess... Because like, if nothing matters to the guilty remnants, then it's like... 
I don't know. So this yeah. is why I want to remember more about her backstory. Uh, yeah. So if I like recall, she was being harassed by the guilty remnants, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. She was going, she was coming home from a uh, date, right? Yeah. Um, and they were there. Mm-hmm. And then she eventually turned. And I thought during her like initial rise in the guilty remnant, like we found out more about her because she would talk to Laurie, but I could be wrong. I honestly. Again, like she, uh, I like I remember that she just kind of learned from them, but she didn't really talk about herself or why she wanted to be there. She's and then freaking cipher, then yeah, it's like she could she could say things like I wanted to get you pregnant, and we just have no context for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was just we, doing a Tracy Morgan impression. <laughs> we also know that uh, Mom's ashes were shot in the space. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for the low, low price of twelve thousand dollars. Um, not a not a good price. Not a good price <laughs> for that. Um, I think it's something I would I would do. I'm not gonna, really going to spend a lot of time talking you, about. this Are you going to underbid? Yeah, yeah. Thirty five dollars. Yeah, and I'll, I'll throw it as high as I can. Yeah, throw it off a throw it off a bridge. Throw it over that mountain. Well, those kids in uh, was it November Sky? October sky. October sky. <laughs> Explosions in the sky. <laughs> Explosions in the sky. Fire in the sky. That no, yeah, but that movie, right? They sent a. Did they send a rocket into space, or did they just set it high into the air? I don't, don't know. know what you're talking about. That movie with like I think it's like they, Toby Maguire like or something homemade, like or Jake Gyllenhaal rocket or something. Yeah, they get really into rocketry. It's like about this these small town kids that get into rocketry. The the, the astronaut farmer. Wasn't it? <laughs> I've legit never heard. Yeah, of this. I know what you're yeah. talking about. Okay, what's. You're just wondering. You're saying it's. You're, are you, is is the point of this that it's super easy to send stuff to space? Uh, well, I'm just saying, like, if I think that rocket, it was Gyllenhaal, and he sends a rocket into space, or maybe not space. Um, so you're just saying straps mashes to that. I'm I'm just wondering, like, how much how much fuel does it take to get ashes into space? Depends on how how takes, heavy the rocket is. It takes jet fuel. That's how much. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I don't know. Uh, so we're in Texas, uh, and I think it was who was it that said? Of course, Texas has the the, the rogue. Yeah, yeah the, the rogue. Was, uh, yeah. And, they're, and they're already smoking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're they're already halfway there. Uh, so a couple of them wearing all denim. So that's yeah. kind of like all. Yeah, they, they have a relaxed dress <laughs> yeah, policy relaxed. for the. Well, let's call them a filthy remnant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're they, they can talk to each other um, if they want. Uh, so they caught somebody. Uh, he was, I guess, biking and went Havana off. shirt. What was that? Havana shirt. Yeah. He was wearing a shirt that said Havana on it. Oh, okay. So Rob Thank came you. up with a nickname. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like the filthy remnant. <laughs> his other nickname. I'm happier with that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was going to use it. As, so she makes a decision to stone him mm-hmm. because he, he saw what, what they have. Yeah, which... From our perspective, if all he did was look inside the barn, he has no idea. Yeah. Well, I mean, oh, he's I mean, local. Yeah, I mean, if they, if she, if she saw the three, three women for sure. Uh, but he, I mean, they could have been inside it, uh, the uh, trailer. Yeah. And she, he just saw a trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm also or a bunch not of C4. convinced exactly. I think yeah. that's probably what. That's at that point in the show when we had no idea what was coming later. I was assuming they were talking about a bomb yeah, or yeah. some some kind of something to actually do some damage rather than just be a nuisance and remind people. We're not sure that there's no bomb involved. Exactly. I still think that that's oh, absolutely you can't, you can't say in the earlier in the episode like always. So why are you buying up all that C four? Yeah, and her <laughs> trip there has nothing to do with explosions. I mean, yeah. it's clearly going to be that. Yeah. yeah, they're also talking about the bridge a lot, mm-hmm. and I got to go mm-hmm. see the bridge. They show the um, bridge. And she also made a reference. Talk to Matt about it. We listened to on the audio tour talking about Jarden, um, and it's the the national park uh, protects the town, uh, and this bridge is the one way in and one way out mm-hmm. of this town, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, sure, yeah. isolate them. Yeah. Uh, so I think that bridge is probably going to be done, uh, and I guess you know Evie will have something to do with that. And we'll talk a little bit more about that. Yeah. Um, so this guy sees whatever he sees and gets stoned for it. Um, and Tom, she starts to leave, go somewhere, and, and Tommy starts following her. And she's like, I don't want you to f- go away. Mm-hmm. We're done. Yeah. Get out of here. This ain't no breakfast thing. <laughs> uh, 
and he's up. He, he's just kind of hanging out and looking out one of the the windows when he's approached by one of the other um, guilty remnants, uh, and they're just chatting about Meg. You come with Meg, yeah, uh, and she says she's going to change everything. Uh, so, Evie everything. Eerie thing. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I smell what you're stepping. <laughs> a crappy pod. That's yeah. what I stepped in. Uh, I bet there was like some conspiracy theorist who's like, wow. <laughs> I knew five minutes before everyone else. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they had no reason to capitalize everything unless they meant for us to look deeply into at EVE. <laughs> uh, so. We're going to the camp. Meg is headed to the camp, driving there. Uh, and, and this is a real small thing, uh, but they were just playing that Olivia Newton-John song, Magic. This is the second weird Olivia Newton-John pick for this show, because was it, wasn't it this show where they were playing the slowed-down version of... Um, was it your, the one I want? Let's Go yeah. Physical? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the uh, other one of that one. Yeah, uh, just... This show, this show loves covers. This show loves covers so yeah. much. Yeah. Um, yeah, I also don't always approve of the music choices, despite my love of the uh, opening music. Yeah. David. <laughs> and we brought it up a few times. This, uh, this season in particular has really made some out-of-the-ordinary mm-hmm. choices for music. Well, they lean so heavily on Where Is My Mind. Oh, yeah, I was yeah. they overused that yeah. so much. Which was already overused. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then was, re- was used much better in... Um, the uh, Mr. Robot TV show. Yeah, well, I don't know. Yeah. Like great show. A month before the show, yeah. um, uh, came out. And, and using that song so iconically attached to something so iconic already right. that it's a real, it's a real risk to Mr. use. Mr. Robot for is doing a full-on hat nod to Fight Club in a way that the leftovers shouldn't be doing. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen that one yet. It's a good one. Check it out. Yeah. Uh, that is SRM endorsed. <laughs> uh, so we go to the camp where Meg is there, and she's just kind of looking at this bridge, sizing it up, I guess. Yeah. Uh, she says, it's not herself, so fucking tough. Yeah, I, I could take you. Yeah. What do you got that I don't? Uh, will, you, will, you, will you let people cross you? Oh, great. Well, I don't let anyone cross me. You're like a buck fifty soaking wet. <laughs> uh, so, and then you hear from behind Meg. Meg, uh, so Matt's there. It's me, Matt. Yeah, it's me, Matt. <laughs> it's Matt, the pastor. The pastor. <laughs> Check from... out my shirt; it's ripped a little. Do you remember? Do you remember me, Meg? I sure look different, don't I? Yeah. Uh, I haven't shaved in a little bit. Um, so he's having a little chat with her, and the whole time you can kind of see that he's just not buying what yeah. she's, you know, what she's selling. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, and what? he finally just says it like. Meg, I don't, I don't think you're being entirely honest with me. Uh, and uh, oh, don't you? Um, so she says the people on that other, on the other side of that bridge, haven't suffered like the rest of us. Um, yeah, and that leads to that line, right? Because yeah. she's still talking like a guilty remnant person. Yep. She can't even hide it. Yeah. Well. Uh, and then yeah, Matt. Lets that lies as bad as her acting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so Matt knows something's up. And she asks him, she's like, what, 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 are you, what are you waiting for? You and all the people over here, what is it that you're waiting for? Uh, everything that you want is right over that bridge. Why are you still here? What are you waiting for? And she says, wait for me. Uh, so mm-hmm. Meg, I guess, I don't know, are they going to... No. She's going to even, even, the, even the sides. Would you just bridge. remind me of something? Which is... Um, in season one, what Matt wasn't targeting members of Guilty Remnants. He was targeting he everybody. Was targeting anybody who, who had departed. a loved one was... He, anyone who departed, he wanted to prove it wasn't a religious thing. Yeah. Uh, he was just saying, here's all the bad shit of the departed. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. They all lived crappy lives. They weren't outstanding Christians. Yeah, this wasn't the rapture. Yep. Right. It wasn't taking the mm-hmm. good people. So why did he do her mom? Because she wasn't part of the departed. Because she wasn't part of the departed, and he said that that was a lapse in his research. But do we remember what he said about her mom? He said mm. she choked cats in the bathtub. <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't remember either, but that should clearly be an episode, uh, in an episode. Yeah. So we could do some quick look up while we talk about other stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, the the only thing really left to talk about is uh, the big 
reveal. Boom. Uh, so Tommy's snooping around, mm-hmm. uh, and he <laughs> just wants to see what's behind the door, and grabs an axe. <laughs> the most... The, if you're trying to keep that door shut, don't put an axe there. No. It's a, it's it's a terrible spot for an axe. Yeah. yeah. Quite terrible. Uh, so he grabs the uh, readily available axe right by the door, pries open the door, um, uh, little little pause there, and then pops... Evie and them. Yeah. The, the, the three. The three witches. Um, the coven. Yeah. Uh, so... You 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 called it. I, you're saying you called it. I believe I will we'll have to check the tape. And I'm not taking this wasn't a stone cold lock. This was just my first instinct when I dwelled on that it was a silent car ride home and how that is a guilty remnant thing. And maybe there are these splinter guilty remnant cells. And it looks to be that that is the case. Um, I don't even think I I might not have even gone so far as saying like maybe she's part of it, um, but she's part of it. She's a guilty remnant or filthy remnant, as uh, as that is an SRM endorsed <laughs> pun. Although they're wearing white. Yeah, that's true. Um, but uh, yeah, it appears that she is part of it and has been at least since we met her in the beginning of this season, which wasn't that long ago. How many days do you think are we talking between in the timeline of the show? Are we talking a month, two months? I, yeah, I think a month tops. Yeah, because it had to, we've had to have had time for. I, I you know I don't know maybe it's not that long. It, it it's really hard to tell. I feel like, especially when you're jumping around so much. Yeah, there there's a lot of jumping around. Um, Crisscross will make you. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I'm just trying to think if there's anything that we can use as like a. Uh, uh, you a know. tentpole date yeah from the beginning of the season I it was know. October 14th do you know when it began earlier because we're at October 13th oh that's a great point uh, do, 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 do. nope <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean it was it I've got seemed, half the equation yeah I just need why it seems summery Some, summer e earlier I don't know yeah uh, I'm saying like one to two month tops yeah, yeah. Um, but you have to figure she seemed pretty ingrained. Now that we know that she was guilty remnant in the beginning of the season, she was doing real guilty remedy stuff when she was outside of the watchful eyes of her family and townspeople. Yeah. Also, uh, very crucibly stuff, running naked in the woods. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't or know goody Evie. How much that had to do with things. Um, so, I know, Sean, you don't like to... Uh, kind of theorize on it's true. I don't. On, on stuff. Uh, so I ask you two. Uh, what do you think? What part does she play in this? In in uh, lives in Meg's plan. Well, they've already um, they've already shaken Jarden's sense of yep. safety, um, which in turn has. Deepened cracks that were already there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, and her coming back doesn't, it doesn't fix those cracks. Mm-mm. And it also doesn't, um, it, 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 um, I think it will introduce the nihilism that people that the guilty remnants would want to see in Jarden. Like right now, Jarden, there are people who say like there's nothing special about Jarden, and there are people that say there's something very special about Jarden. But nobody says nothing matters. Yeah. And maybe that's a vir- maybe that's a virtue of the fact that none of their lives were touched by the departure. I. And so I think that when. When Evie comes back with the girls, if and is shown to be back, um, it says this is not supernatural, but it's also like, look at what happens. Look at what happened to you all the second you thought you weren't special. Um, I think um, I think Evie's the one that presses the button, whatever the button may be. 
I think she's taken away. She'll come back. People will have just enough time to be like, oh my God, she's back. Or to be like, yeah, I'm back. Oh, and this. And whatever that is. If it's a bridge detonation, if it's a... She's the access in, right? Yeah. That the guilty mm-hmm. remnant need. Yeah. Or the, the filthy remnant need to get into the city <laughs> to do that thing. Uh, um, if it's going to be in the city... Uh, because they're they're really looking at this bridge. That's what I'm saying. They're it's going to be the bridge. They're say, yeah, they're setting that up. Uh, also, if Meg wants them to feel loss, to mm-hmm. show these three girls and have that be it doesn't make much sense to me. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it leads me to think that maybe they're going to be killed in this explosion. Yeah, so they're going to have them there, you know, family rushing uh, mm-hmm. over and then... Pff. Sacrificial. Like, and they're in on that. They're cool with it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Although that with them being cool with it, like, does it does it ruin the guilty remnants thing to not have these girls say that they were part of it? Like, if if let's say this thing blows up, then it becomes guilty remnants kidnapped these kids and blew them up. Maybe they just hold up a like right on thing. Like, doesn't matter. All white. It's very obvious that they're. Because one, one of the things I was thinking is like, what if they just blow up the trailer, uh, you know, uh, you know, halfway across the bridge or whatever, or, or at the base of the bridge, uh, and they just like they're going through the rubble and they find the girls, the girls, or they find their teeth or something, and they're like, holy shit! Like this is where the girls went. But I guess, I don't know. It's hard to speculate. It's really hard to speculate. Or maybe the guilty remnant, maybe they do not come clean because the the whole point is the guilty remnant want them to, they're basically staging another departure, yeah. a mini departure. So maybe the, the power is that they save. that they never come to the surface. Yeah. To me, that would that would be the obvious thing, absent the, the knowledge of C4 coming ahead on the bridge, yeah. that the guilty remnant plan this as Jordan needs to feel what everyone else feels. Mm-hmm. Um, Jard doesn't get off the hook. Yeah, or the the bridge gets blown up and then they see them on the other side and they can't get to them. Yeah. Just uh, holding a sign. Yeah. Like Wiley Coyote. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's uh, just an arrow pointing down and that's when they realize there's no bridge underneath them and then they fall. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, can I do a quick uh, jump in to update on uh, Meg from last season? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. According to Please. a blogger on the Washington Post, um, uh, Meg completely loses it when Reverend Matt is passing out flyers with her name on it. We're not entirely sure what the issue is, but it has to do with something about Meg's mother, who died exactly one day before the departure on October 13th. So we learned that she died a day before last year. We did not learn what the flyer said about the mother, apparently. Mm-hmm. I'm, betting, I'm betting it's um, something like Bernie Madoffy. Because <laughs> she was super rich. I don't know. Sure. No point in speculating. Hmm. Uh, any other thoughts on the on the episode? Any other things that are uh, out there? Yeah, uh, yeah. White Lines is uh, an incredible song. This is a dope song. <laughs> um, dun, 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 dun. Bass. Sorry, didn't know you said that. And yeah, I liked that song that they were playing in the uh, what's it called? The um, the, uh, the, 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 the opening. You like the, the opening, opening of yeah. this song. Let's board. No, you guys <laughs> tricked me. No, uh, in the honky tonk. In the honky oh, tonk. I like I'm that. Sorry, but I'm still thinking of the right words yeah. to say. Yeah. Um, also, yeah, some uh, some um, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Uh, in that song in there too. Wait in the water. Uh, oh Brother, oh. Where Art Thou is not that. That was I went down the river to pray from. Yeah. From Wade in the Water uh, is just a spiritual just song. That, yeah, old Negro of. spirit. So good. Um, mm. yeah. Back with the Philadelphia Boys Choir days. Yeah, we're <laughs> we're God, taking you all the way back. Golly PBC. gee, all that was nifty is yeah. the perfect way to oh, have yeah. a, a rousing version of Wade in the Water. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, no Kevin, no Nora, no uh, Jill, yeah. no Lori, this no is not Erica, good. no John, no Michael. This is no episode Virgil. nine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A whole lot of stuff has um, to happen. Yeah. Although they did succeed in making me very excited for the season finale. Sure, they, very excited. They did. I, I, one of the things that was uh, that I think that Sean kind of rem- like jogged my memory of um, in talking about like how this felt. And actually, you did too, Rob. Not you, Mike. Um, <laughs> I was looking at your shirt. I didn't even hear what you said. It's okay. Um, was how last season uh, almost everything that the guilty remnants maybe not everything the guilty remnants did, but there was like. 
a buildup. And there's certainly like the grand set piece of them putting everybody's body back in their beds was, or putting them back where they were right before they departed. That was way telegraphed. Like we knew that was happening for episodes. Yeah. Um, and I thought that was really interesting because it get, again, like it was one of those kind of anti-television things where it's like, we're not thinking about, what they're going to do. We're thinking about how people are going to react to what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and this time it's like, I guess it, it's, it's both. Um, but I wish, I wish we were just thinking about like, how are people going to take this? Well, anytime I think a show resorts to upping via violence, mm-hmm. surprise becomes an important element. And the, the whether it happens is an, is an important element given law enforcement. Yeah. Um, and I, to me, that's a, that's a setback of the show because I think it can do, it, it can examine the, the sort of existential questions that it's raising about grief and loss mm-hmm. and how to move on as a human beyond that without resorting to standard violent plot points. Well, and are we going to see just another much bigger grenade without a, an explosion? Mm-hmm. You know, like... we That was her going off the grid. That wasn't her following Guilty Remnant uh, instructions. That was her going off the grid. So... This could be something like that, just on a larger scale. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's hard to say because, like, uh, stonings aside, guilty remnants have just kind of been doing like really elaborate pranks. Stonings yeah. aside, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the guilty Knoxville's. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, this is guilty jackass. <laughs> uh, any other thoughts? No. All right. Uh, I will say one... Did you have something? No, 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 no. Uh, I will say that if you go to iTunes and rate uh, and review Reheated, the Leftovers podcast... Well, I'm uh, going to do that. Please do. Um, go to that. Uh, go to iTunes, rate and review the podcast, and you'll be entered to win a copy of the Leftovers book. Uh, Signed by will, us. <laughs> we always say that. We never do it. Um, usually because I just send it right to the person's place. <laughs> can, uh, it, can it be my copy? Ooh. An artisanal you, copy. It, there's no marginalia in it. It's, uh, it's just been used once. Just a little uh, quick uh, context to the conversation. Um, earlier tonight, we were talking about books, and Sean was talking about how uh, each time there's a move... They become just, it yeah. becomes very, so now you giving away a book. It's a gift to me in. and to you. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so if you want to give your copy. Yeah, yeah and we'll sign it. We will yeah. we'll, we'll 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 definitely sign that. I mean, can you think of a better gift for the reheated Leftovers podcast fan in your life yeah. than this? Than a leftover <laughs> copy. We will, get it to you. we will get it for you. It's first edition, though, before we'll any of this nonsense We'll get it to you before the out. holidays. Hardcover. Cool. Uh, so Wait, go to I, I want that. Go, <laughs> go to iTunes, rate and review, reheated Leftovers podcast, whatever way you want uh, preferably favorably but uh, if there's something that you don't like about it uh, or you don't like it's it, like just it at all just how we sign it uh, just uh, I... do that uh, and you can also email us at srmpodcast at gmail.com and tweet at us srmpodcast at srmpodcast anything else? oh uh, what my twitter is at philly dway philly d-e-e way I've never gotten a follower from this <laughs> I'm at, yeah I'm at brotherly rob I don't use Twitter much, but I'm at Sean Landis. At Mike Marbach. Uh, and as far as uh, shows? Oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah, I don't know. I, no, I, do we have a show this weekend? No. Okay, great. Um, I, 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 Outside Voices most Saturdays at either 9 or 10.30. Um, I'll be back in Chicago in June. If you're a Chicago fan, let's, let's probably not see each other, honestly. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Uh, if you like variety comedy, uh, this Wednesday, uh, December 2nd, Tell Don't Show is a show I'm hosting at Philomoka, 7 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And then the following Thursday, December 10th, I'm hosting Frog Night, experimental comedy dissected live by the audience. Uh, yeah, And then I'm uh, helping out a sketch show, House of Solitude, December 18th. Uh, it should be great. It's at the Playground, at 20th and Sansom. Cool. cool. Mm-hmm. I forgot. I'm on Dragon Pals this Wednesday, oh, which yeah. is also at... Is that after Philomoka? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a Dragon Pass right Philomoka right after Sean's thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to play Dungeons and Dragons on stage. And it I'm was very great excited. Last to, I'm very excited to have been asked. Uh, Matt Allcamp runs this, and he a member of Hey We're Cool. They have a show. I'll plug Hey We're Cool. Hey That's We're Cool has a show this Thursday at um, Latage. 
which is at around Sixth and Bainbridge. Sixth and Bainbridge. 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 Uh, always a great show. Bunch of great guys. Come. There's a bar. Come watch comedy. Cool. Uh, and as for me, go to at Mike Marbeck or uh, Mike and the future, uh, which David is on most Saturdays at Fit. Not this week though. Uh, that's a twenty thirty Sansom. And uh, Stay Dead, which is an improvised horror comedy, is going to be doing a show December 18th at the Arts Parlor, 1170 South Broad. It's a Christmas version of our horror comedy show. Uh, so check that out. You're going to be on uh, Too Late. Pretty fun. Oh, and I'm going to be on Too Late on December... December 11th at, uh, at midnight at Philly Improv Theater, so Friday at midnight. Mike will be, Mike will be performing his now famous... <laughs> yeah. Uh, Twas the Night Before Christmas in roughly 40 different celebrity voices. Uh, 20, 25 or so, 25 or so, uh, pretty good. Um, 15, great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, most of them dead. Uh, <laughs> most of them dead. All right, thanks everybody. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Uh, however you chose to celebrate it. Thank you guys for doing the podcast. We'll see you Woo. next week with the finale. Happy listening. Bye. <laughs> Bye.